I'm Des. And I'm Jay. And welcome to your weekly dose of Savage Reality. sister hello how's it going it's going pretty well just indulging in my weekly cheat meal oh what are you eating dominoes chicken alfredo pasta bowl oh wow i'm screaming i haven't had a pasta bowl i don't i think the only time i've ever eaten a pasta bowl is when i have been with you i don't think i've ever ordered one on my own i know they're amazing no i know but if i'm gonna get a pasta something here i normally get it from one of the places that makes fresh pasta Mm. yeah i just feel like domino's pasta is like their pasta bowl well chicken alfredo i can't speak to the other ones it's just always on point Mm. i never worry about the quality Mm -hmm. you can't say that about a lot of food you can't (laughs) the parmesan bread bites those can be hit or miss because sometimes they overcook them like they did today Mm. if i wasn't super hungry i would call and have them send me a fresh order but (laughs) i'm not going to but yeah they're possible chicken alfredo always slaps okay yeah we'll have to get one soon how are you i'm good i'm setting up for my birthday party as you can see behind me um okay I've got the all the dishes laid out and I've Uh got labels on things for where I'm gonna put all the stuff for my tea party next week I'm so excited okay when is it it's next Sunday oh Mm -hmm. so you're working on this Sunday why well because I was trying to make sure I was practicing where I was gonna put everything to make sure everything can fit on the island and then if it can't then we're gonna use the bar cart but I want to have a plan so I drew up like a whole thing today i'll show you so yeah this is my plan for where i'm gonna put everything hmm mm-hmm. okay yeah so i was just mapping it all out in person got it okay mm-hmm. yeah because i had that much energy today now but i'm good i've just finally feel rested from being away like the past like not this past week but the weeks before that were insanity when like Mm -hmm. y'all were here and then I was in Florida and then I came back and went right into work so I was just very tired yeah but now I finally feel really good like I've gone to bed at 9 30 like every day this week which is insane for me I'm normally like an 11 o'clock kind of girl oh Jesus yeah bed that late that would be awful (laughs) Well, you also get up at like the crack of dawn too. I don't oh, yeah, normally wake true. up until like six thirty. Oh, got it. Yeah, that still seems late to wake up at six thirty. It's not eight hours. Oh, or okay. seven, somewhere in there. Okay. <laughs> I feel rested at the end of every day, typically. That's all that matters exactly what's been going on i feel like we haven't like talked in a while what's been going on yeah nothing Um, work yeah been really busy um 
that's it really yeah mm. just work yep yeah okay kicked my ass the past since i've been back it's just been it's been non-stop it feels like so mm -hmm. yeah <clears throat> but you know I've, I've got a job i did find out that i'm getting a promotion a raise and more equity so oh my god uh class for yeah mm -hmm. that's exciting but i've been so busy i haven't even been able to like really celebrate it or like acknowledge that it's happening so <laughs> when does it go into effect january yeah mm -hmm. that's wonderful it is it is yeah so i'm excited about that <laughs> you sound so nonchalant like yeah well <laughs> i'm tired <laughs> it has been a long week yeah no i feel you i feel yeah. you well in also news this week our bad bitch Ariana continues to stay winning. So even though she did not win Dancing with the Stars, which I the feel one. like this woman named Zoshiel Gomez, I didn't see her dance, so mm -hmm. whatever. But Ariana kicked ass because I didn't actually watch the show. I just watched like her and Charity's routines on YouTube, but I did mm -hmm. vote. And okay. so I was like, well, you know, she seemed happy, so I'm happy for her. And she got two perfect scores at least. So I was like, what more can we ask for? And then we find out that she now is starring as Roxy Hart for a limited time on Broadway. Like, I mean, yeah. What is this girl not going to get at this point? I love it though. I'm so happy for her. In other news, I watched Special Forces. Have you seen that show on Hulu? I haven't, but I've heard of it. And Tom Sandoval was on this past mm -hmm. season one of the last episodes which he ended up getting dismissed like either you can voluntarily withdraw if you don't want to like continue mm -hmm. or because of health concerns they can dismiss you which is what they did with um one of the Osbournes because he has MS um oh no but Tom got dismissed basically because he was trying to cheat the system and they were like okay you're trying to cheat the system so you know what just go ahead and leave and I was like yep sounds about right uh, <laughs> but there were, which Osborne was it? I don't know which Osborne it was that was also on the show. Obviously, it was a guy. Jack. But yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. They There was an episode where one of their tasks was to fight each other. Mm -hmm. Jack fucking gave him the works. Okay? Oh, I need to watch just this episode. Yes. I would be so I happy. Think it was, I think there's only eight episodes, so this might have been episode six or seven. Yeah. Fucking. So he had to go twice. Mm-hmm. With his first partner, he he lost. Um, but then Jack didn't have another guy to go against. So they were like, okay, between who's left, we got to pick another person to go a second time. Fuck, it was so embarrassing. It was, <laughs> was like, damn, Tom, if I were you. Granted, it's probably like him thinking that like this people watching him get his ass beat is like redemption. And it's not, mm -hmm. you know, it's just entertaining. That's yeah, all. Exactly. You're never going to be redeemed. Mm -hmm. um, so that was hilarious. Then also, I tried to give his podcast a listen. Oh, did you? And I had to turn it off and I gave it a one star rating. Oh! Uh, because he just, like, he, he's still playing the victim. Oh, yeah. I get it. I don't understand how you don't understand why everyone is so upset. I don't, I don't get it. And I was just like, yep, you know what? That's one too many victim blaming things. And, mm -hmm. um, and I'm over it. So next. 
Yeah. Well, and I heard he went on two T's in a pod. So it's Tamara from oh. Orange County and then Teddy Mellencamp, who I already fucking can't stand. And he mm-hmm. was doing the same thing. He was on there with Tom Schwartz. And yeah. it was still more of the like, Raquel was the pursuer. She was the aggressor in the situation. Oh. Yes, yes. He said oh, that. He wasn't talking like that on oh. this episode, but... Oh, wow. No. Yeah. So I didn't listen to it, but I listened to the Ring Reality podcast, Morally Corrupt, that Rachel uh, Lindsay does. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't on this week's episode when they were talking about it, but they were talking about how, yeah, he was saying that like she was the one that really like initiated the whole situation or whatever. And they were saying, which I was like, yeah, well, I mean, she wasn't just initiating and then like you didn't reciprocate. Like, even if that is how it went down, you were the one in a relationship you were the one that should have said no if it was really quote unquote her which I don't believe at all um and then what else there was something else that he said that I was like are you fucking serious oh he was also talking shit about her starting a podcast because he was like I don't think that's a good look for her and I was like "Mm, yeah that's fair I don't think it's a good look for her either so I can't wait to hear what she puts out in January right and that's what Lala was saying in this past week of her episode of her podcast episode she was like, it just doesn't, whoever her PR team is, it's, this is not, you don't come back to Vanderpump Rules. And she was like, I understand it. But Lala was like, the way things went this past season, I think Raquel would have been surprised had she come back, mm-hmm. um, which I think she's trying to insinuate, like not everyone would like dogpile on her as she probably assumed that they would have. Sure. And then also she was like, you fucking came to the reunion. Like that, that would have like, been the worst. Yeah. yeah. So like, why would you cancel this check then to go start your own podcast, but then leave the platform for the reason that you had the podcast? And she was like, it would have made more sense for you to stay on the show and then also start your podcast mm-hmm. so that you can break down season 10 from your perspective, A, mm-hmm. then break down episode 11 or season 11 as it's happening. Like, it just made no sense because she was like, what are you going to talk about now? the affair is only going to get you so far. And like, after that, no one is going to give a fuck what you have to say. And I was like, yeah. For what I remember her saying when I listened to her on Bethany's podcast is supposed to be about her affair, but then also other people who have had Mm -hmm. like issues like that. And it's kind of like, it reminds me of Olivia Caridi's podcast, um, Mouthing Off, which she was someone on The Bachelor who got a really bad villain edit. So she Mm -hmm. then reached out to all the other villains and it was like bachelor villains, other show villains Mm -hmm. to give them a different perspective. And her podcast actually really, really loved. And she ended it because I think she just got too busy with like school and stuff, but Mm -hmm. hers is wonderful. One, because I liked her when she was on the show period. And then two, because she was able to break down, like, this is what happened from my perspective, but then let all of these other people do that. But I'm like, Rachel, that's already been done. You can't do that. And also, I don't think there's going to be sympathy for the homewreckers. You know, I just don't, <laughs> like for that girl that you're talking about, it makes sense. Okay. You guys were portrayed. You, it, it was out of your control the way True, that you all exactly on television. So it's like, no, that's not fair. Let me show you, or let me explain my perspective and what mm-hmm. actually happened. Makes perfect sense. You're probably going to gain some sympathy and people are going to be like, oh, okay. That makes a whole lot of sense. Rachel, no one's going to sympathize with you. Um, yeah, no one, I don't think so. Yeah, I just think it's it's done. And then Lala was like, too, 
like because her podcast she was like the podcast like the picture she was like it's so basic um she's like if you're gonna do it fucking lean into it oh i haven't Um, even seen it let me go look for it it's just a picture of her smiling like it it literally just looks like a pageant like headshot that she would have sent in probably was or some shit yeah like it was it's nothing special at all and you know like tom's promo did i send you that on instagram maybe for his podcast like even though tom is a piece of shit and um and then also sorry going back to special forces there was this part where they get videos from their parents Mm -hmm. and like you know it's because of my mom that i am the way i am and i'm like tom don't do your mom like that Mm -mm. that's that's fuck that's not cool Mm -mm. we don't mom and i highly doubt that she raised you to be the man that you are today especially her being a fucking firefighter and shit Uh uh-uh no yeah don't do that to her that was rude anywho so tom's promo for his podcast i mean it was very it was catchy it was great like his pr team they leaned into him being now the most hated man in america and (laughs) not the name of his podcast is everybody loves tom which obviously we know is not true right but like in the little video it was just funny you'll have to check it out so i can't remember what lala said that rachel should have named her podcast or raquel because she wants to be called rachel now so i'm gonna call raquel (laughs) um I can't remember what she said she should have named it, but she was like, she should have named it something. And I was like, oh yeah, that would have been cute. And then have like a bunch of guys running after her or something. Mm. <sighs> dang. I should have wrote that down, but dang, I can't. Remember. I mean, I like the Rachel goes rogue name. But... Oh, that's what it was. Rachel's gone rogue is what she uh, said. Named it with it, it. men chasing her in the back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cute. That's cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, we're going to take you all back now to a simpler time. (laughs) Vanderpump Rules Season 2. We are going to do Sir Pride Round Mm 2. So for those of you who forgot what had happened in the previous episode, but because I had, because we had taken such a big Selling Sunset break, (laughs) there's a little recap at the beginning that just helps us. So Ariana officially joins the team She's ruffling the feathers because there's all these like rumors about whether or not her and Tom have hooked up or ever done anything. So that continues to like make waves among the whole cast. And then we also see what appears to be kind of like a final nail in the coffin between Jax and Stassi because of how she reacted to his breast cancer scare. So we open on a scene of some of the staff arriving to Lisa's house, we see Katie and Sheena. And I was like, well, what a combo of people at this point in time. And mm-hmm. Sheena is like doing backflips in the yard. And Katie's like, that can't be good for your foot. Because remember, she still supposedly has a hematoma at this point. And Sheena's like, oh, well, it feels so much better now. Like, it's totally fine. And I was like, okay, Sheena. It just makes me wonder how much this was ever a thing to begin with. But Okay. Right. We then learn that the group is preparing for Pride and that this year it is angel themed. So as opposed to the pink theme from the first year, we now have gone all white everything with like hints of pink in tattoos, jewelry, some costumes, all that stuff. And we learn that Sheena is performing. Big yikes. I think this theme, there's one other thing in later seasons, but I think this one was one of my favorites. I thought it was really cute too. I liked it much better than the pink theme originally because the first season, it just felt kind of like a little low budget, especially for Lisa. Well, it probably was. It's fair. She was talking to Guillermo. Guillermo was like, do we have to do this? We've never done anything like this. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I know. 
point. Let's make yeah. it happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so Sheena's like, oh my gosh, yeah, I get to perform. My song is super popular in the gay community. Like they are so about it. And then the one thing that Tom said during this episode that made me laugh because I just thought it was really funny was when he was like, okay, Sheena, you performed at a gay bar one time in Chicago. That doesn't make you fucking Lady Gaga. And I lost <laughs> it. I just, wow. And while that was funny, I'm like, Tom, that's rich of you. True. True, true. I mean, like, let's look at who you are, okay? <laughs> and you probably think that you're fucking Elton John out here or some shit. Is Elton John a famous white person who sings? Yes. Oh yeah, you probably equate yourself in the same way Sheena was trying to equate herself. Hey, you don't know who Elton John is? I don't think so. Is he like part of Benny the and the Jets? No, oh. he is not a part of the Beatles. Benny and the Jets. I know Benny and the Jets from the, the, the Benny and the Jet, and like, uh, he has so many other songs. He was like besties with Princess Diana. He wrote "Handle in the Wind" for her when she died. He's a knight, I think, or he's been like knighted by Queen Elizabeth. R.I.P. Like, yeah, he's a big fucking deal. Oh, okay. I also watched his, like, semi-biopic, or biopic, however you say that word, on Hulu, called Rocket Man. Amazing. Oh, that's about him. Mm-hmm. Rocket Man. I think that's yeah. in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Yeah, if sure. he were movies, I probably wouldn't know his music. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, it made me think about it because I watched 27 Dresses the other day yeah. when we were at dance. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. ah, yay. I love that song. 27 Dresses, that's a good one. It is, it is. Yeah. 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 So yes, that was funny of Tom. Um, but also it's like, Tom, shut up. Stuff <laughs> <in those> houses. <laughs> so then we cut to where we see the boys <clears throat> having their fucking play date riding back together <laughs> fucking santa monica or wherever they are um because it looks really nice like it, i don't know what part of la that they would be in because it's like they're in a residential neighborhood and the houses look really really nice and i'm like yeah. this is near where you guys live because mm-hmm. yeah scenery is very different mm-hmm. um so Jax has his shirt on and the boys are like making fun of him basically for having his shirt on because his shirt is never on and this is the perfect time for his shirt to be off and it's not, but he reveals that it was not cancer and it was actually just a cyst. So I guess he probably had some surgery to remove it. Um, and so his chest is swollen, which is why he has his shirt still on. And then Tom Sandoval also cuts to his confessional. Um, <laughs> and he's like, you know, Jack's lies so much. I never really believed the whole cancer scare thing. And it's like, yeah, birds of a feather. all of y'all all all of y'all yeah all of them they are all pieces of absolute shit um Mm -hmm. we also learn here that Jax is having an epiphany about life after his cancer scare life is too short and therefore he is done chasing Stassi because he believes it is a waste of his time and it's like about damn time you came to that conclusion because yeah it is it has been Uh, over a year at this point I think still doesn't want you back Right. The only person who you could cheat on and they would take you back is the person you're married to. And that's just, (laughs) you know, and props to her. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I don't think it would happen any other way with any other person. Unfortunately. And then awkwardly, Tom Sandoval like pulls out these fucking 40 ounce beers 
in brown paper bags in this bougie ass neighborhood while they're on play date on bikes. I'm like, what is this scene? Who thought that this was something that we should capture for the audience? Because it's not. Well, right? you know, this is them living their life, but it was worth it for this impersonation of Sheena he's about to do because that, that was, was funny. So funny. That was hilarious. <laughs> that 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 was definitely the highlight um, of that scene. Tom is telling the boys that Sheena is going to be performing her song on a loop, um, and then Tom Schwartz is like, "Oh my gosh, you got to show us your impression of Sheena," which is like scarily good, right? Like he's practicing, and I. It. And like he did it better than Sheena does herself. <laughs> so like that's concerning to me. Weird. Considering but, it was like a whole what like year and some change before they yeah. came to this. It makes me feel like Tom just like dances by himself in the mirror at home, which is fine, you know. He probably does. Crazy. But yeah, definitely. Definitely. So yeah. He very much gives me those vibes. So now we shoot over to a staff meeting at Sir, and Lisa's basically giving everyone the rundown for Pride Day. So she's talking about the angel wings that everyone's wearing, and Drax tries to bring it up for discussion to say, like, I don't really want to do that. And Lisa says, um, no. And then Christina, again, inserting herself. Why? I don't know. I just don't like it, but whatever. (laughs) Christina's like, yeah, maybe you just don't want to, like, show off your new ink. And then that's when the rest of the restaurant finds out that Jax has this ridiculous tattoo of Stassi's name, handwritten essentially on the inside of his arm. And she is like looking embarrassed, but we also know that deep down inside, she loves it. I wouldn't even say that deep down, maybe just like one layer down. Stassi's obsessed (laughs) with the fact that he has her name on his arm. And then Ariana says to Sheena, just like in a whisper, is it like this every day? And she's like, yeah. Pretty much. It definitely is. Which I was like, yeah, Ariana, watch season one, my gal, before to figure this out before you decide to work here because this is not anything new. And this is actually a tame staff meeting. Very tame. Like, this was like the best a staff meeting could have has gone, I think, actually. In all the staff meetings we've probably seen. So, yeah, with the full staff. Um, So, yeah, that was funny. Um, but then the following scene, we see the girls and maybe some guys. I can't remember. They're at Lisa's house decorating the float with Kyle, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. And do you know, I think Kevin Lee was on Tom's first podcast. No, he wasn't. I I, I would have to go back and listen. <sighs> I'm not going to do. But he did. I feel like he said my long term friend, Kevin Lee. But I, I had also probably like checked out by that point in time so I can't remember but it was some it was one of his longtime friends and I thought it was Kevin Lee but it may not I don't know fact check that Um, so Lisa's asking about you know the beef with Ariana and um Stassi's basically like I mean Tom just gets close to girls and has girlfriends like his friends are mainly girls outside of Tom and Jax um which to me, I don't know. I think that's weird. I don't, I don't know. How would you feel about Derek having a bunch of female friends? I wouldn't personally care. I mean, as long as he wasn't doing anything that I was uncomfortable with, like, I don't really care. Cause I have a lot of friends that are guys. So yeah, but aren't a lot of your guy friends like gay? I'm like half and half. Oh, okay. So 
No, I just think it's like, what, what y'all going to talk about? A lot of stuff. Like, I mean, most of my guy friends that I have are through work. So we talk about work a lot of the time, yeah. but right. like also just like shows, the podcast, movies. I don't know. What's going I on in our lives. Like I only have one guy friend who is straight. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I just, I don't know. I just don't see how, I don't understand what, how, how are we going to be friends? What, what, what is there for us to talk about as friends? If you're a guy and I'm a girl and vice versa. I would say, I mean, yeah. we just talk about life. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like when well, I, I you just talk to your girlfriends or talk to your guy friends. Cause sometimes you want a different perspective. Like I think about like Brian, like, you know, we just talk about what's going on in life. How's yeah, your job one. search going? That's what I'm saying. That's one. Okay. You know? But I mean, I have, I have one also. Well, I have like Ashton that I work with. I mean, again, most of my guy friends that I have are through work, but like Ashton and I, when we were buying houses at the same time, we were talking about that or like, you know, we were talking about his wedding planning leading up to it. Okay. 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 But like in the, in the last episode or where we left off when like Ariana and Tom just went like vintage shopping together, Mm -hmm. are we hanging out with the opposite sex one-on-one? I don't, I'm no, not, I don't think that. Yeah. I don't typically do that. And that's not what I like think. A group. Right, right. In a group is totally normal, totally cool. And I think that's what Stassi's saying. It's like, Tom has these girlfriends and then mm-hmm. it's like, they do one-on-one shit together. To mm-hmm. me, it's like, what y'all got to talk about one-on-one if you have a girlfriend and then she's single? Like, it just, no, that math ain't math for me. It's okay. enough. It's enough. Yeah. I don't personally feel that way. But that's also mm-hmm. just because I trust the person that I'm with and I trust him to not be in situations that are uncomfortable. And then I trust that if he's going to be in a situation that's uncomfortable, that he won't be in it again. Yeah. That's not me saying I don't trust Michael. But well, I'm not saying that you don't, don't but like, like, also people are like, well, I don't trust the other girl. Like, yeah. I don't. But again, we have different, very different ways of trusting people. Like if someone did something that fucked up, then I would be like, move on. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, yeah, you shouldn't have girlfriends because that's just, I don't, that's weird. I don't want people telling yeah. you what to do. So I'm no, not going to tell no, you anybody no, else what sure. to do. I would no. never tell Michael who he could and could not be friends with and who he could and could not hang out with or anything like that. But it is going to make me like, if I hear you being like, oh, if like, if I were Kristen and Tom is like, oh, me and Ariana are about to go fucking thrift shopping. I'm going to, it's going to make me be like, well, what the fuck y'all need to go thrift shopping together for? You know what I'm saying? That, that just, I don't know. It would make me, because I'm the woman in your life. So like, why do you need other women to hang out with? And I think that's the point Stassi's trying to make here. It's weird. I think it's also weird because Tom has a past. Now, if Tom didn't have said past, I don't really know that she would have as much of a leg to stand on. But because Tom has cheated, Mm -hmm. probably multiple times at this point, I think that's why she's a little bit more suspicious about it than she would be otherwise. Also, she's just not a trusting person. So, yeah, yeah. And then circling back to the actual scene, Katie's like, well, three years ago where there was this, you know, these supposed rumors started or were going around or whatever the case may be. And Stassi was saying that Kristen was like texting people at Villa Blanca, like basically wanting them to spy on Tom and Ariana. No one ever saw anything inappropriate. And after that, it was just kind of dead. But also, if you have to get to that point, then you don't need to be in a relationship. Like, if you have to ask people to spy on your boyfriend for you, like, are you kidding me? That's not good. No. 
Ew. Not good at all. Yeah, that's bad. Mm-hmm. But also that's, yeah, again, that's my perspective. People live life differently. Yeah. And because Sheena hasn't embarrassed herself enough on this show, we are now going to the studio with her yet again. Um, she tells us, or not even tells us, she reminds us that she's had no vocal training, but feels that because she was a cheerleader in high school, she is ultimately prepared to be a pop star because it's just about engaging the crowd. And so you have to make sure that you are engaging every single person in the audience as a cheerleader, much the same way that you would have to do so as a pop star, to which I say, Sheena, okay, if you say so, but please show me a pop star who only had preparation for being a cheerleader. Show me a successful one, por favor yeah you can't which is fair and then when she's in there with the producer he's playing all these different tracks for her and she's trying to gauge how much she likes them based on the ability that she can booty pop to them for some reason because she continues to say that word and I just think it's so funny when at some point I can't remember if it's after this or before this at least it's like booty popping sounds like farting I don't really understand why (laughs) why that's a thing that you're saying but okay and the producer asked Sheena like okay do you have like a message? And she says, yeah, it's sexy, hot, fun, drinking, partying. And I'm like, phrases are not messages, Sheena, but (laughs) sure. Okay. Okay. We get it. You want to make music that people can listen to in the club. That would have been even a better way to put that together than what you just said. But we read between the lines there. Yeah. It was just embarrassing. Very. Like, and then she also made a point to say in this, um, seem that she's never had any vocal training mm-hmm. she like we, you didn't need to tell us that we know exactly we can tell we saw that in season one <laughs> yeah so moving on to what is going to set the stage for how gay pride is going to go is jackson peter going out to be dudes <laughs> the way possible um so yes they go out Jax is trying to like basically explain his game and his game is to like let his boys go in first and he comes in and just kind of like all chill and nonchalant and whatever the case may be. And, you know, as being a bartender, he says he's heard a lot of one liners, so he doesn't want to pull out any of those cheesy one liners. But I was like, okay, Jax. Okay. The fact that any female falls for him is just really baffling because I'm like, what do you guys find? endearing about Jax I don't know I try to like put myself in that headspace of like if I didn't know anything about him and I was a white woman and I saw him or whatever type of woman would be attracted to him because we got to remember faith if I was the type of person that would be attracted to him what would he need to say to me in order to get me but then I remember in I think it was either earlier this season or in season one when he was like you know Tom I just tell him what they want to hear like yeah he he can obviously read people fairly easily which is wild considering that that is like a level of intelligence that he only exhibits when he's trying to catch women and not in any other part of his life and that's why Stassi wanted him to take that test about being sociopath Mm -hmm. yeah um but then also who kisses a guy that they just met like as an adult oh I've done that oh (laughs) Well, like when I was like when I was go down to Savannah to visit Murr and everybody, and I was single. In college, 
No, this was in like oh, this was professional life. Yeah. Oh, I was trying to help you out. Okay. No, no. I mean, I've done that because like, why not? It was just like a one-time thing. I saw him, I kissed him, then we left. Like that was really it. It wasn't, it was one, we went down there one year for New Year's and I was like, I need a New Year's kiss and this is the guy and here we go. And then we didn't talk the rest of the night and it was totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's something you do in high school and college, but like after that, it's don't do that. I don't know. It's just germs. You don't know where their mouth has been. I mean, I guess this is also obviously pre-COVID. Like, I don't know that I would just like rolling know, around doing that now would... if I were single, but I don't know. I just didn't think about it like that. Gosh. Ew. I mean, I was fine, obviously. I mean, yeah, but still. Ew. <laughs> ew. Somebody you don't even know, they could have been a serial killer. I mean, I didn't leave with them like buffalo bill i know but you just never know i mean that's fair i did a lot of shit that could have gotten me killed that is fair yeah, i did a lot did. you did but we're still here praise you know jesus because no. god loves me <laughs> no you know why you did a bunch of shit that could have got you killed oh why hanging around all the white people no yeah. i think i would have done that regardless of who i was with i don't think so Desi. Um, i do because like there were times when even like when i would go out when i was with cecilia and philly i would just like walk off with people why would you do that i don't know because like they were just continuing the party so i just followed and like that was that was what it was and they were black destiny i know I know. I don't do that anymore. Obviously, See, I just do that one of those, you fall into that category of people that you're so smart that common sense is hard for you guys. No, it's really just because I was drinking and I didn't care about the decisions oh I was making. God. I knew that they were oh good decisions. <laughs> I just did them anyway. And again, I'm be so here. disappointed. See, this is why I'm glad she has me. She no, so she disappointed. knows. I she know. Knows. I know. But you don't be thinking what like. You don't have mom's voice in your head when it comes when it was coming. Now to, like, I do, but I didn't. Well, yeah, now you're a fucking geriatric. But like back <laughs> then, no, no, no. that was some fun. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okie dokie. <laughs> We're transitioning from there into the actual gay pride, Destiny. So take us away, not literally. You're no. silly. Okay. So. We move into the next day at the Pride Parade, and as everyone's getting set up, the first thing that we hear Sheena say is that her song is going to play 44 times. <laughs> that is psychotic. There is no way in the world that as Lisa Vanderpump, I would have said, yes, Sheena, you have one song. You get to play your one song this entire time. I would have needed her to at least have like an EP or something or like let Tina hop on there if Tina's interested. Hell, let everyone who has a song, just everyone gets to do it because that is literally insane. Or but whatever. Put Beyonce on and like, like, let, or let just let the music play. One time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Like once per half hour or something. I don't know. Or just once. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't have been happy with just one but, you know, she was all excited about it we also see that saucy gets her champagne queen outfit that ken bought which i just have so many questions about again the hr of all of this but everyone else just has to wear white and get like pink things spray painted on them 
um, which I thought was really funny. But I also thought it was funny that like Sheena and Stassi are still trying to like compete for who's going to have the most attention on them during this whole situation. And it's just really chaotic. Like Saucy's trying to like pull people into teams on this like 10 foot float. Sheena's trying to upstage Stassi. Stassi's trying to upstage Sheena. The boys are pre-gaming and Lisa gets mad at them. And then she's trying to also keep everyone else in check. And then somehow the fact that Jax took a girl out the night before has come up and now Stassi's mad at him, even though I don't understand why. Like, I get that she's like, you just don't talk about that because we're exes. But I'm like, Stassi, he's going to date other people. You clearly don't want him back. So, like, just move on with our day. Just ignore him. Like, I don't understand why you're trying to give him a reaction. And I know that she says that sometimes she knows he's trying to get a reaction out of her and she gives it to him. But I'm like, but why? Just stop. Just don't do that. And then as the parade is starting, Sheena starts performing and Stassi and Jax continue to argue for like, who even knows how long it just is. It's just so much, so much is happening. It like, honestly, I get even, even if they are exes, we have to remember though, this is where I'll take up for Stassi. We have to remember they're not exes necessarily by choice. But by circumstance, hear me out. Like, even though Jax is a shitty partner, and we all know that, including Stassi and Stassi's parents, she would have stayed in that relationship and tried to make it work and tried to make Jax the man that she wanted him to be, which is not the way to do it. I totally get that. But, like, she broke up with him because he cheated. It's not like, oh, he's not vacuuming or, oh, he doesn't go to the grocery store or oh, he's leaving this shit all around our apartment. It's like the way they broke up was he hurt her. And so like, yeah, she may not want him back because she can't bring herself back to trust him, but it still doesn't remove the hurt. So like when she hears that, it's like, you just you just keep shitting on me. You know, I get it. I get it. But she had broken up with him before she found out that he cheated on her. She just stuck to it after she found out that he cheated on her so like you were already mentally there and had you just stopped fucking around with him for the past year you maybe wouldn't be in a place right now where this still hurts you yeah you know yeah just cut the losses my gal and i guess too maybe because she had told him based on what she said they had they had had conversations about how like if if anything just don't cheat and then Mm -hmm. not only but he also gets a girl pregnant it's like damn and then you also lied about it and it's just, it's just all of that it's all of it you know I mean it's, I get it but like and I feel and I truly feel like had he not cheated or had he never admitted to it maybe that right part, um they would have gotten back together I could see that yeah for sure she would have been like okay <laughs> but I don't know because of Frank I feel like Frank also was in the mix that's true he and is so I don't know you know, we don't really, yeah, 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 I don't know, I see, I see how it could still be hurtful, though, regardless. I mean, of- I totally do, I'm just saying she's choosing to be hurt by that right now, shouldn't have to be. Well, she hasn't worked through all the pain. That's her fault. Yeah, I, I mean, I get that you're young, but, like, move on, you left yeah. him, you can't continue to be upset. Yeah, but he cheated. And? she thought that he cheated before she even knew it was like true yeah but it's different when you like not just thinking it but then the person actually admits it and it's like 
you know? And that would make it easier for me. Oh yeah. Well, you know, when feelings are involved, I'm just letting you know from a cancer perspective. We know. That's why you I, all in your feelings. I'm very adamant with Michael. Don't ever do it. Because <laughs> if you do, yeah, just don't. But see, that's the thing, the difference between y'all and us, the fire people. Because I feel like my feelings, and this is not healthy, I realize this, but my feelings all just become anger. Like all the hurt feelings are just anger feelings. I just don't cry. I don't like to be sad. So I just turn it to anger and then I move through the anger and then I move on. That's crazy. Yeah, it's wild, but you know, to each his own, to each his own. Anywho, so back at Sir, good Lord Almighty. So Jax is telling us, you know, they have a big Sir party afterwards. Or maybe Lisa said it. I don't know. But Jax is like, you know, eight hours, it's an eight hour shift. These people are drinking for eight hours. They're not eating. So like it's busy time for the bartenders. It is basically an eight hour paid break for the actual servers, which sign me up. Sounds like a win. Mm -hmm. Um, But who was left behind on the float was Kristen Doty because she was at sir. And now that we're all back at sir with Kristen, Kristen is expressing her extreme insecurity. Mm-hmm. loud and brown to anyone who will listen <laughs> so <laughs> we find out that Kristen has been going through Tom's phone and in Tom's phone has found text messages between him and Ariana and unlike what Ariana found these are literally just text messages <laughs> about <laughs> you know just basic shit like oh I miss Coachella oh me too we could reinvent Coachella blah 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 you know, it's not like Kristen found a smoking gun of mm-hmm. Ariana having sex FaceTime with him like we saw with Raquel. Right. Um, but Kristen, basically, that's what Kristen found in her mind. So <laughs> she's like talking to Katie and Stassi about it. And Katie and Stassi are essentially like, just go fucking ask her, you know, mm-hmm. I don't feel like she's going to tell me the truth or da, 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 da. And they're like, well, even if she doesn't, at least you've asked. Just just go do it. Right. So Kristen goes to ask Ariana, like, hey, I found these text messages. And Ariana's just like, Ariana, I love Ariana. Because the way she is looking at her is just like, are you really wasting your time to talk to me about this right now? Mm-hmm. It's great. So Kristen's like, you know, it just makes me feel very insecure. And the text messages make me uncomfortable, which... This is a conversation you should be having with your boyfriend. Right. You are not friends. You have actively gone around talking shit about her. She owes you nothing. So if she's texting your boyfriend and it makes you uncomfortable, you need to check your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Not- and so she's asking her flat out, have you guys done anything like kiss, hooked up when we were together, when we aren't together, when we've been on a break, da, 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 da. And Ariana's like, no, 100% nothing. Yeah. So then Kristen, <laughs> being the mastermind that she is, is like, ooh, well, Ariana said nothing happened, but Tom doesn't know Ariana said nothing happened. So let me confront Tom with these same text messages. <laughs> Again, this is not a video of Ariana butt-ass naked. It was just regular fucking text conversation. Yeah. Goes to talk to Tom and Tom's like, okay, like, okay. 
what's your point basically? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was like, do you think having this kind of conversation is okay? And I feel like it's more so because it was happening at like one, two o'clock in the morning. Right. Not necessarily the context because I'm like, what are you upset about in these text messages? Right. Which I could chalk up the time to just like, they were getting off work. Or bartenders. Exactly. It's probably, yeah. Closing down shop, just texting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and she was like, do you think this is okay? Or do you see a problem with this? And Tom's like, no, I don't see a problem with it. And Kristen's well, if you don't see a problem with it, then like we're in the wrong relationship. And it's like, yeah, Kristen, we've known that since like episode two of season one. Right. So this is not news to anybody. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on that? I will say, even though she went about it in a very weird way, I do enjoy that Kristen was being vulnerable because she was just saying the thing that I feel like a lot of women want to say, but just don't say in terms of like, I'm scared that something has happened with him and you. I feel insecure because he's cheated on me and I know about it. And so I just want to make sure that that's not happening or has happened with other times. So I get that a hundred percent. However, if they are continuing to tell you no, and that's still not enough for you, then I think you just, again, need to be like out of the conversation and out of the relationship. There's just no reason to continue to like sit in those feelings all the time when you don't have to. Exactly. Yeah, 1,000%. Um, but also, Kristen made a very good point. Um, she was like, you know, Ariana, like when she was confronting Ariana, Ariana's being so like cool, calm, collected, chill, da 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 And like, that's who I was five years ago mm-hmm. when I first met, which I'm thinking, well, damn, because how close are Tom and Kristen in age? Because Dodie was 30 at this point. So when she met Tom, she was 25. So how old was Tom? He was maybe, I don't think he's that much older than her. He's oh, maybe, he's older. No. yeah, yeah, he? he's, yeah, he's older than her because I think he and Jax are the oldest. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Because gotcha. I know in real time he's 40, and I don't think she's 40 yeah. yet, right? Yes. Oh, okay. So maybe she's 38. Maybe she's 38. Oh, yeah. Maybe. So they're I like did. right there. I did just listen to her podcast about the miscarriage. It was very sad. Mm, I bet. That's so awful. But you know what it was? Like, I don't even know if you can call it a miscarriage. But, like, it was. So, she, there was not an embryo in the, what do babies grow in? Placenta? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't in know. the sack or whatever, there was no oh. embryo. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Right? I don't even know that how that happens. Terrible. Right? That is really bad. Yeah, that's what she was saying. And like, obviously, like she's reached out to people or whatever, doctors, professionals, and they're like, yeah, no one knows what happens. But like, it's just a freak accident thing that happens. And I'm like, dang, mm, that's so terrible. That's, yeah, that's awful. Mm. Yeah. Um. Anywho, back to the back alley of Sarah, <laughs> our favorite trio, Katie, Stassi, and Jax. Um. And Katie starts calling for Jax because he's sitting on his phone. And Jax is like, leave me alone. I don't want to be bothered. So this is where we kind of see a shift in Jax. And he really starts being an asshole. Yeah. Uh, for the remainder of the season, for the most part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, we're done with like sweet, trying to win you back, like trying to be chivalrous. Like, yeah, that shit is out the window after this. Um, 
So Stassi starts complaining about, you know, how him talking about banging the 21 year old was disrespectful and, you know, it's just not proper like ex etiquette Mm -hmm. (laughs) or whatever the case may be. Um, And yeah, I mean, like we said, Stassi, just, I don't know why you keep belaboring the point. You want him to care and he's not going to, you want to say he's sorry for it or whatever. And he's just not going to. Um, and to your point, Destiny, it's like, if you're over it, just be done with him. Stop talking to him. Stop acknowledging that he even exists and just keep it fucking moving. Because, I mean, I don't know how this scene was cut, but it seems like Jax was just back there minding his own business. It does. It truly does. And I don't say that often about him, but right. it truly looks like he was just looks taking like, a break. Yes. And then y'all started antagonizing. So mm-hmm. there is that. However exactly Stassi what she should be reminding herself every time she starts to want to get upset is that she makes a point I get my revenge every time Jax is with one of these girls and he takes his shirt off yeah because he's got your name tattooed on his fucking bicep mm-hmm. so like just remember that and let that put you to sleep at night right yeah no need to keep arguing exactly Same exactly shit. yeah they're just not and then I think this wraps up with a conversation between Tom and Kristen. And I think we've talked about most of it already, but the only part that I thought was interesting was that he was like, why are you talking to me about this in the middle of the, we? Of, uh, why are you talking about this to me in the middle of WeHo if you aren't trying to make me look bad? And I was like, mm-hmm, Tom, that's been your MO this whole this fucking whole show. Time. And I just never really paid attention to it, but I was like, you are so concerned yep. with optics and how people perceive you and you don't want this conversation to happen there because other people can see it and super crowded and packed but like we all know that you're lying and honestly tom if you just don't be a worm with a mustache no one has a reason to talk about you no one has a reason to look bad just be a good person do the right thing which we learn right from wrong i think our brains know that by like the age of eight Mm -hmm. and considering you're 40 um you learned that lesson a long fucking time ago so mm-hmm. you don't want people to make you look like shit stop acting like a shithead exactly very simple exactly and that closes out this episode so i love that in the preview for next week we see that peter's turning 30 oh my god i forgot about that but that's a good one so overall thoughts for this episode what were yours overall thoughts what were my overall thoughts I don't know honestly (laughs) overall thoughts my biggest one was that I'm thankful that Jax is moving on because we need a new storyline between the two of them like I can't like this whole like us broke it up because they broke up in season one episode two we are now in season two episode six and we're still talking about this and it just feels very belabored and so I'm just thankful that Jax is like moving on because we get to watch him fuck over so many more people and it's so much better than this bullshit between him and Stassi and so I'm glad that we get to like move out of that um and yeah again back to the whole like Kristen Tom Ariana triangle Kristen needs to get out of it we know that we've said that it just kind of is what it is she won't and you know, it happens eventually, but it takes a while. A long fucking <laughs> while. Yeah. But my white privilege moment 
um, even though there were many, but the one that stood out the most, but also probably goes unnoticed if you watch the episode, which you all don't do for some weird reason, um, is Ken pulling down that gay man's pants and sir, did you peep that? No, no. And it's that, that little short scene where Lisa's talking about how, um, you know, Ken's not like most men. He oh, yeah. He guys like, you know, hugging him mm-hmm. or kissing on him or whatever. And yeah, like towards the end of that little snippet, he pulls a man's pants down. And I'm like, again, mm-hmm. the eight, that is technically, I feel like assault of some yes. sort. Yeah. The HR violation, like, I don't Harassment at the least. Hara- like, you are invading someone's personal fucking space mm-hmm. and you're just like laughing about it. That's yeah. just very, very cringe. I don't care what the fucking climate is, what the environment's like. That's always going to be a no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can't even like, had you done that? Had you done that to a black person, gay or straight? I just can't see it going over like, ha, 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 ha. No, especially if you don't know them. Like, that's probably one thing between, like, people that you know, and you can joke around like that, but not just, like, with any random person. Like, that's absolutely like, not. Um, Chelsea Handler. Is that that white girl that's a comedian? Mm-hmm. And she smacked some girl's ass. It was a black woman. And Ooh. she's famous. I can't remember. I want to say it was, like, it was, like, a Nicki Minaj or somebody like that, but it wasn't mm-hmm. exactly Nicki Minaj. Maybe you can Google it and find it out. And the black woman, or maybe it was just somebody random also. Mm-hmm. But I think the story was the black woman turned around and was like, okay, can you not? That was extremely inappropriate. made me very uncomfortable. And like Chelsea had to go. She said that she like had to learn that, okay, this is not okay because in our, in our society, we over-sexualize black women. And we think that just because that, you know, black women traditionally are built with bigger butts that that mm-hmm. means object for you white people to stare at and fantasize and fetishize and touch and grab and grope and do whatever the fuck you want to and mm-hmm. she had to go figure out that that's not what you are allowed to do with another person's body why you had to go read a fucking book about that I don't know but like that's just same thing for like um the chick sexy red like she's getting carried off stage by her security and another security guard just goes up underneath her as she's getting carried off and grabs her butt and it's like just because she's on stage entertaining, shaking her ass, doesn't mm-hmm. mean that she wants to be groped by you fucking rando, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, imagine if that was your daughter or your mm-hmm. granddaughter. And, like, for some of y'all, y'all don't care because y'all be trying to fuck around with y'all's kids and grandkids. But, like, in the in the world that we live in, the shit's fucking disgusting. Just keep mm-hmm. your hands up. That's also something we learn at the age of probably five or six. So. Yeah. No, yeah. I totally agree. That is a great one. Mine was a little less serious than that. Um, mine was that Sheena assumes that she can be successful with no talent. Well, okay. <laughs> In Sheena's defense, a lot of I know Sheena's not white, but she's white passing, and a lot I mean, of she's white part people, white. She's part white, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a lot of white people. That's uh, true. Kardashians, you know, Erica Jane. They can do it. Anybody can do it. That's yeah. true. That's true. That is very, very uh, true. A lot of white people. It's unfortunate that we don't have that same liberty. Mm-mm. No, because uh, we actually have to be good. And that barely even gets us, you know, in the door. <laughs> right. Exactly. My savage AF for this episode was when Jack said that every day is basically like an eight hour break for Stassi and the other server. <laughs> that shit was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look at Jack's coming through with some humor. My Savage AF moment is um, Ariana being like, 
so chill and calm and cool and collective when Kristen is confronting her about these rumors. Because I feel like it would have been very easy for Ariana to just like pop off. Sure. Be like, what the fuck's your issue? Or escalate the situation. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, mad props on that. Mad but props. you know, when I think about Ariana's, her whole trajectory on this show in general, she's not one to really pop off like that unless, unless she's drunk. Yep. Or like she's or really, really she angry. Right. Right, exactly. Or you poker for sure. Because yeah. I think about like later like, on in season six when like her and Tom get in that fight about the playing the recording yeah. of um Jax and Faith. And yeah. I was like, Tom, you're just not listening to her. She's not, not her. she I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like she didn't do anything wrong. And also get over it. Your friend fucked up yet again. Like move on right. with your day and so I feel like that was like one of the times outside of like season 10 obviously where I remember seeing her like truly be angry and or that pop off of, um, of Katie's um engagement or of the wedding. oh yes and like Stassi <laughs> so bad and Ariana's like and then Stassi's like well why are you here and Ariana's like because I care about Katie I don't give a fuck about you that shit was <laughs> hilarious and then oh so I was like that's really mean that hurts my feelings shut the fuck up Stassi you've hurt so yeah. many people's feelings on the show so many people's feelings oh yeah. my god so Just, I agree what a queen um, Ariana really does try to mind her own business but then y'all be coming for her and then she always I'll start just like Chriselle and Brie yep. y'all need to leave these people alone I'm alone bitch <laughs> well that is it for this week friends so we will be back next week with vpr episode seven where we're going to peter's birthday and we get tequila katie in full first for the first time and this is an episode you should actually watch if you don't watch this because it is going to be so much better than us just describing it to you but whatever we're starting to make it funny until then you can find us at savage reality podcast on instagram dm us if you have questions or email us at reality number four savages at gmail.com also don't forget to rate review and subscribe to help the people find us stay tuned and we will see you next week bye sister peace